0: Hi there you are listening to saved by the spell a diy podcast featuring witchy tips psychic insight and advice about what's going on in the astro sex love magic and everyday stuff for you and me i am your host Marcello kroll and you're listening to episode 28. so today i first want to address uh on June 20th, that's coming up on Monday here in the States. We do have a full moon in Sagittarius full moons, have a tendency to be quite dramatic for some people. They tend to bring things to culmination, to a head or to completion. And knowing how this full moon, you know, can affect you is helpful. It can help you navigate what's coming up ahead. And you know, it's not always negative. The full moon has a tendency to highlight or emphasize maybe what needs to go. And you know, that could be potentially holding you back. Um, It can also inspire a new kind of hope uh, for your future and on optimism. So try to remain calm. (laughs) I know the week ahead feels really intense. And I feel like you're going to probably also get a little more frustrated as we get closer to the full moon, because we're also dealing with Mars retrograde. Now Mars has, uh, the planet of action, it's our drive. And when it's in retrograde, you know, it's kind of like feeling like, let's go inward and go back to the drawing board. Or if you push too hard, things don't really work quite the way they need to, you know, um, but give yourself a break. You know, this full moon actually is pretty beautiful with it being in Sagittarius. It's a moment for us to break free from things that have been preventing us from being more adventurous. Um, it can be a change in policy, you know, uh, with government, with our own dreams. And apparently the fire alarm next door is going off. So you can hear that as well uh, as a signal. Anyway, expect, you know, some intensity this week, but try uh, to keep the faith because there is some really beautiful things that want to come out of this. This is really pushing you towards your best. And also, it's, it's something that is going to provide you with the energy, you need to move forward as Mars goes direct on the 23rd. Again, like I've mentioned in previous episodes, like I um, am not an astrologer professionally, but this is just my own personal take. And I wanted to share that with you. So moving on today, I wanted to discuss with you about a topic that's been coming up for a number of clients and for myself because I often talk to you guys about something I'm currently dealing with. That's what inspires these. And I I think one of the hardest things to do is be vulnerable. You know, being vulnerable means admitting you are flawed, imperfect, you need help, and are possibly broken in some way. We run the risk of being judged, ridiculed, rejected, and shamed back into a place of being small when we admit that we need help. Or at least that's the excuse that we tell ourselves so we don't make ourselves vulnerable. But what if I, you know, could tell you, or if even if we could all in a moment feel empowered by our own vulnerability, like really allowing ourselves a moment to let courage fill us up enough to be vulnerable in some area of our life where we've had to be so hard and tough to soothe away any fear or shame that we're holding onto with what that means. This lifetime for me has been a lot of finding a balance between completely shutting down my emotions and having none, emo- no emotions uh, to having way too many emotions, like being too intense, too much for others. And I realize as I get older that it's unfair of me to ask for anyone to get it. There's this parting of relationships that have happened in my life because it's been this codependency of me really needing people to be my everything. And I realized that it's not fair and I'm working on trying to find a balance, but it's really fucking hard because my other go-to is you're dead to me. (laughs) And, um, I'm working on it. You know, we're all humans here. Nobody's a Bodhisattva. And if they claim to be, well, They're not hanging out with us. (laughs) Um, And although, you know, we're all desperately wanting, um, you know, not just to be heard, but to be understood and empathized with and to be told that we're okay and that the world doesn't always make sense. And we, you know, may have that from time to time. We may more often than not, you know, be met with confusion, anger, or uncomfortability, because we're asking other individuals to be perfect, to meet us with compassion without their own issues or fears that might be triggered by our traumas. And that resistance sometimes can cause our reaction to be respond with more cries for help or, you know, to fall into a depressed state because there is like an underlying belief of, well, rejection is here again. And this, you know, cycle can continue and create a deeper hole for us to climb in. There have been countless times that I've felt my soul crushing, like feeling rejection and abandonment so intensely, like, eating it up like it was some kind of nutrient and it's really just poison. There's been a number of times that I can count off for example, where I was too much, you know, for others or for another, um, you know, for example, and I'm going to be really personal here because it's the only thing I know how to do But I've been too much in relationships. I've required too much support in my personal relationships. Um, in one part of my journey in the last five years, I tried to start a new life in New Mexico and everything went to shit. (laughs) Everything, literally everything that could have gone wrong, went wrong. I was sleeping. Um, between hustles and like motel sixes and like having to change rooms because there was bikers, um, that were eyeballing my room and meth heads and people, domestic violence, it was just intense. And it was one thing after another and everything fell apart. And the only thing I knew to do was like call on people that were part of my group, you know, or former group in Los Angeles. And no one had the right kind of support and i got even more depressed and i ran away again and i went and stayed on the floor of a friend's basement room and for a few months and got more depressed and you know had committed to a project and then got to the point where i said okay well okay guides whatever i'm just gonna try and you know I'm gonna finish this and then when I'm done, I'm out. Meaning like, I'm leaving, I'm not gonna be on this earth anymore. And in that moment, I had a teacher call me and I thought, wow, maybe someone felt or heard me. And my teacher, when I said, I really don't think I wanna be here anymore, like living, didn't wanna, you know, or didn't know how to deal with what I was experiencing. So, you know, she kind of ignored me and shut me out. And that's fine. Obviously, I still am here. Something else pulled me out of it. Actually, it was, you know, a reading with another reader. I was pretty life-changing. You know, and another way that I've found ways to reject myself or reject myself through other relationships is by making, you know, my eating disorder, other people's problem. And that can trigger people that can trigger your issues, you know, because you're not the only one, but in the moment you feel spiraling, spinning out of control and it can set other people off and create conflict and upset. So what do you do, right? Like, how do you get support without torching all the roads and all the bridges and, you know, it's hard. How do you balance and look, you know, you have to look at the roots in your need and release expectations of others um, to be your validation, you know? And you have to start to learn to see the warning signs by being very alert and very aware of yourself and try to get help early on before you reach your breaking point. So here are, you know, some suggestions Um, that I found usually way after the fact, (laughs) um, but I found them and they're starting to help, you know, so one find support, you know, whether it's through a professional therapist, um, a 12 step program or a message board, like if you're on the internet, you know, there are places that you can talk to people. You know, it's really fucking hard to do things alone like this, but once you get in those rooms, you realize you're not alone, you know, and you start to meet people who are in the same camp as you, who have the same kind of dilemma. And they're seeking the same healing. There's a sense of community because not all your friends or your family are going to understand it. And that's okay. We all have our own paths to walk. You know, second thing, you you know, you might want to take a time out from connections and relationships that you've placed too much emphasis on or, you know, if you've demanded them to validate you, you know, you, you're not, you know, torching those friendships, but you are creating some healthy space so you can recalibrate and feel more confident and not need that. Um, You know, just honoring each other's boundaries because it can hurt when, when someone kind of pushes back at you, you know, when you're wounded and then something, them's wounded and everybody's wounded and, you know, upset with each other. So, when the cause of pain isn't anything to do with that person. And sometimes, you know, you just, and I'm gonna tell you this, if you've never heard this before in your life, you do belong here. You are needed and you will be okay. Third thing you might want to do is take a social media break, technology break, just shut it off for a minute, you know, get outside and go for a walk, get in nature, find somewhere to be that is more of a natural solution or natural element. You also do or create something that makes you feel good, like an art activity or things like that, some kind of physical creation, something, again, like I said, let it uplift you. Meditate. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a big one. There's many ways to meditate. You can meditate in a group. You can meditate by yourself. You can meditate with the guided meditation There's many things and ways to meditate. The other thing, you know, is you might want to check in on your nutrition. Like what are you feeding your body? What are you feeding your brain? Because one of the things that I've noticed recently is, you know, I definitely see a difference when I'm eating a lot of the same, like the same food or if I'm not getting enough greens and, feeling kind of foggy headed and things like that. I've also recently taken some of these raw genetics data that from a test, from a DNA test that I took and, you know, got them screened and checked out and found out there was a lot of things that I was putting into my body that I'm actually allergic to. That's been making me quite lethargic. So, you know, making some changes with that is helping, you know, check, You know, check out things that work for you and, you know, take it one thing at a time. But, you know, especially with the really intense personal stuff, you know, I think um, the biggest thing is self-forgiveness, you know, for what you've done or haven't done or, you know, whatever pain that you have felt and you know maybe you blasted it out into the world and you know we're not perfect again you're not perfect no one we're not we're just again we're just trying to be humans and you know but i'm going to tell you this your guilt (laughs) about what you did or didn't do isn't helping anyone it's not helping you it's not helping anyone that you think you might have hurt, um, but you can start to focus on the good that you're doing, and you might want to just set an intention, and that intention being that you ask your guides, your angels, your power animals, whatever spiritual team that you believe in, your creator, your god, your goddess. Ask them to take any effects or ripples of shame or mistakes away and ask them to help you find ways to lovingly support yourself and to have healthy relationships that support each other. So I have a couple of questions that I got via email and they are, let's see, Marley in Dayton, Ohio wants to know, how do I know what type of divination or reading I should get? Well, Marley, I, there's so many different types of divination. You have I Ching, you have Tarot, you have Oracle, you have astrology, and they all have their specialty, their benefits, right? And there's even other ways of divination runes, you know, um, there's, uh, what, what the heck is it called? Um, human design. I, that's really fascinating. Um, human design reports and readings, you know, what you really want to ask yourself is what is it that you're trying to find out? You know, what is it that you're seeking? Like, do you have specific questions? Do you want to know, look more kind of forecasty? Do you want to look at what are best times to move ahead with a certain project? It really kind of depends on what you're seeking. So just do a little research. And also if something feels like really kind of good, exciting to you, like if you start to get little butterflies, like, Ooh, I like that you light up, then try it. You know, if something goes, eh, like you don't, you're not really drawn to it, you know, like, um, like I love palm reading is fun. Um, what else, uh, you know, there's so many different ones, uh, but there's, there's been times where I've not been drawn to particular types of readings because it didn't really resonate with what I was seeking. Uh, And I really think it's personal, you know, and while we're at it, I I just want to really address, um, expectations and experience when getting readings or healing. Because there's something that I've noticed, especially as a reader is, you know, what's out there for people and what's available is there seems to be a lot of um, people that I've met, you know, in the past, it seems to happen a little less frequently because I'm more stern about it, but people that try to micromanage their session. I think that you're going into a reading for an experience and it's not always, yeah, like sometimes, yeah, you might get a shit reading, but not all readings are like, this is bad. This is good. Um, I think we need to take our experience and be a little bit or more open-minded at least, you know, just to respect the craft and respect the way the person is working. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's like go in and take everything with a grain of salt, but have fun with it. You know, um, I've just dealt with a lot recently with people's experience where where it wasn't like someone else's reading. Well, I got a reading from so-and-so and and it was like this, well, so-and-so is a completely different person. We're going to give you a different experience. So you can't base it on that, you know? And there's, again, there's so many different ways of reading or helping people. So again, open-hearted, open-minded, You don't have to like everybody, but you don't have to, you know, rip them apart either because you don't like their style. You know, you just, it's like with restaurants, you, you just don't go there again, you know? Anyway, let's see who we have. Dalton in Missouri writes, thank you for this podcast. I look forward to your insight and I noticed you have not been recording or posting as much as you used to on there in your Instagram. Are you going to keep it going with your practices? Well, yes, Dalton, I am. I have been quite busy with a couple of things. I've been, uh, I'm working on writing more and I'm working on a particular project. Um, I'm in a band. I work full-time as a reader and, uh, I've been having some family stuff. And then I just recently found out I got some health stuff going on that I'm taking care of. Nothing too serious, I hope. It's just been, you know, it's just been dealing with a lot of stuff and I've been kind of tired and I really need to be inspired. So I'm just thinking that taking me pulling back and taking my time to kind of try to restructure some things while this Mars retrograde is happening um, has been a nice way for me to kind of figure out what's priority but man, I'll tell you, writing is difficult sometimes, especially when you're dealing with your BS. <laughs> but yes, more to come. You know, I do post, um, I try to post on Mondays and Fridays. Um, my Instagram, I'll usually post like just like a little three card spread about what's coming up for the week and the weekend. And you can find that there. I hope for more podcasts in the future. Um, you know, and, and hopefully some more ideas. If you've got a topic or subject that you want me to address, email me book at gmail.com. I'd be happy to give it a look and you know, hopefully address what you're talking about. And before we go, I have um, just a little affirmations that I wrote and I'd love for you to repeat after me, especially for those who've been feeling uh, a little strained by the energies of late and all of the action happening out in the world. I want to ask you to join me now in saying this. I am not broken. I am doing the best I can. I welcome relief. It will work out. I am loved. I will be happy. I am satisfied. I will overcome. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful rest of your week and happy solstice. Blessed be.